This is your invitation to the intersection of versatility and design. The kind of experience you can only find in a Lexus SUV. A feeling this empowering is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the versatility of the complete line of Lexus SUVs and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Broads, this episode is brought to you by Majori. Listen, I firmly believe that life is too darn short to save fine jewelry for special occasions or fancy events. Every day deserves a little bit of sparkle. And that's what Majori is all about, making every day shine with their collection of jewelry made to be worn all the time. We're talking 14 karat gold staples, 18 karat vermeil plated pieces, even freshwater pearls, and yes, diamonds. There are gorgeous pieces for every budget, and each piece is handmade with unmatched quality and care. And Majori pieces are all fairly priced, so you won't be hit with prices that are 10 times marked up, which is what most jewelry prices are when you buy retail. Head to Majori.com slash chatty for 10% off your first order. That's spelled M-E-J-U-R-I dot com slash chatty for 10% off your first order. Episode of Chatty Broads with Becca and Jess. Good morning, Broads. Good morning, Broads. Um, you know what's so funny? Like, tell me, we were just talking before recording about like what we're gonna cover, and I am getting everything mixed up even from the first episode. Like, I even forgot oh. about what we talked about last week. I'm like, okay, so we need to talk about Joe and Serena. And I'm like, <laughs> wait, no, no, no. Okay. Uh, <laughs> and it's taken now me getting to episode three to remember what a pile of confusion BIP is for yes. me. I start to forget about storylines outside of the yes. show, too, like from their past seasons. I couldn't have told you what, where Riley was from or what I know about him. Right? I'm like, I don't remember I was, I, this person. It took me, by the way, uh, in last episode, I called Victoria Paul, Victoria Paulson. <laughs> 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 and I though I completely forgot like when I was watching her I had to go back and re-watch certain clips with her and pilot Pete to remember oh my, God, she was some my yeah. feelings that I had about Victoria Paul when we watched her with Pete don't remember anything about her oh lord when I re-watched those pilot Pete clips I realized that the conversation we watched with Victoria Paul and mob boss same exact convos wow. with her and Pete wow it was, and then I was forgetting about like, oh my gosh, like Kelsey and Tammy didn't like each other. Tammy and Victoria, all of these, a lot of those girls were not friends. I mean, Pete's season is years ago. It, like literal years ago. <laughs> <laughs> and Pete's season was such a massive shit show that I'm like, oh my God, the, the amount of drama. I remember when we were recapping Pete's season, we couldn't keep with, up with the drama episode to episode. There was so much happening. So then trying yeah. to remember what all of the um, what all the drama was in that now transferred to paradise is like, oh, Lord. But there's some there's definitely layers to the Victoria Paul situation because of that. And weren't we saying on Pete's season, it was sort of like no one really got any development outside of like you know hannah ann and maddie like i kind of remember that being a thing like it we was, didn't really get a sense of anyone on the no show. because it was all drama yeah 
like do you remember what we did get a lot of was uh Alea remember Alea oh, yes. and oh, how yes. everyone had a problem with Alea and Victoria Paul was one of the main ones who had a problem with Alea so everyone wow. was posting See, now remember. after this episode justice for Alea <laughs> I mean also I do I am definitely trust me seeing Tammy on my screen I'm definitely reminded of how Tammy was on Pete season as well even though um I am alive for Tammy this season I am alive it's a little much it's I'm a little obs- much I'm obsessed I'm just like bring it you and Aaron <laughs> like That's the thing. is it it's too much so Aaron energy yes which is why I'm like oh they're going to do I think Aaron and Tammy are going to end up dating long term no. no but do I think they will be a power couple in a friendship I believe it will continue I mean yeah and you know what's it's kind of like Aaron neither of them really bother me like I've never been really uh, I, I don't dislike Tammy, but I'm just like, you guys, you need to. St- why are you coming for everyone like they're Satan themselves? Oh, I had some issues with the 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 guys with the Thomas situation, but I w- w- did not have a problem with the Tammy situation and Victoria Paul for a few reasons. Mm. Um, I barely even remember that. I, I feel like so what's happening with the two episodes for me it's like it's becoming a a sieve and what's happening is everything's Everything getting shaken, gets shaken out up. and i remember about four things from mm-hmm. the episodes it's like and there's about three couples that i care about and everyone else is just uh, i think crazy i think the mob boss victoria paul really stood out mm. to me because i watched that episode with evan and evan did not watch pilot pete's season so uh. he does not know victoria and so he had very Victoria. intense feelings okay. without knowing the background. And so then I was also explaining the background to him. And so I think that's why I re- like it was really I was diving deep into that because okay. there's so many complexities to it because of the dynamics of friendships now. Post. OK, can you just tell me? Can we just get into it right now? Because let's get you're into telling it. me about like you're saying like, you know, he didn't watch Pete's season, so he doesn't know about Victoria. I'm telling you, I don't know about <laughs> Victoria. So please You're tell like, me. Who I, is I, Victoria? I remember her face. I don't remember. I remember zero of her involvement. Even when you're saying the Tammy thing, I just don't even remember that. Okay, so so I'm sure I'm sure there's probably lots sure. of people out there that you are about to. So, so Victoria enlighten. Victoria Paul did end up staying fairly long on Pete's season, but remember she got this edit where it was like she's going to go really far. Pete really likes Victoria a lot. We thought it was like she's going to be the front runner. And all of a sudden, some weird shit started going on. Lots of drama. Did she have like a sad story or like? Yes, she did. She did. I don't remember all okay. the, the the layers okay. of it. Okay. But she, she. Did we like her? No. No. We did not. No. Okay. And so she remember there were the they called themselves the cats and the rats. Oh yes, she was now, part of the, she was part of the cats. It's crew. all coming back to me. Yes. So Victoria Paul was then front runner business, right? Okay. And her and Pete had like he was so into her, and then there's drama that started to surround her. Mm-hmm. And when then he engaged with her at all. He literally at one point pulled her aside and was like, what's going on? And her response to him was l- what we saw with her and Ma Boss. Wait, wait, where wait. Where she was like, honestly, how dare you put me in this? Like, And she and Pete was like, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. And and that happened multiple times with Victoria. Multiple times. And wasn't it the thing with Pete where 
now it's all flashing back to me. Aren't <laughs> they? Weren't they like in a dinner and she was just crying, being like the girls, like or Leia wasn't? She, yeah, she yes. was. I, I, the, she was victimizing herself, like yes. left and right. And then <gasps> it's all, all coming back. All to that me. you need to remember, Victoria Paul, is if you Google the breakup she was a pageant scene. Girl. Yes. yes, if you break up because remember they had <gasps> known each other previously. Yes, and okay. Then, and then Pete was like, "Okay, so you knew Alea because she's saying you guys were friends," yes. and she's like, "I do not know her." And then all yes. the pictures showed of them like going on pageant tours together yes. okay. and staying in the same hotel rooms together selfies and then she was like i don't know why you would question me all of these photos emerge yes okay and elaya's like dude what what is going on and then and then pete because of all the drama ends up breaking up with victoria the classic breakup yeah. scene between victoria and pete she's got her glasses on she seems very yes. like she's comfortable. She knows Pete's going to keep her and she's just like, bless you and like stroking him and doing this whole thing. And then he's like, and I don't think that it's going to work out long term. And she is just like, I feel sorry for you that you are lost in this. And she I mean, she, it's the same. It's cut and paste what we saw with Mob Boss. Like, that's why it all came flashing back for wow. me. Now, the layers of this are the fact that there was drama with her and Tammy. Right. Um, and then her and Natasha were friends. We're not really seeing their friendship on the beach at all. But now post, now post the show, there is the Nashville group of girls, which includes Victoria P., uh -huh. Victoria Fuller, uh -huh. Kelsey. Uh huh. So Kelsey and Victoria P are good friends off of the beach. So the fact that Kelsey was like, I don't want to say much, but then was like, yeah, she's got stuff hiding like back at home. And then when Victoria P confronted Kelsey and Tammy and Kelsey got really upset at her being like, why are you making this about us? Like, I feel really disrespected that as your friend, you're not hearing me out and you're just going boundaries, boundaries, <laughs> you know? So that's where it gets a little like, okay, if your friend from home is like, there's stuff going on back at home. I mean, come on. Yeah. What are you going to do? What are you going to do? Which, by the way, you called that shit with Kelsey. Oh. <sighs> Sayonara. <laughs> I I felt so my heart felt so sad for Kelsey. What is I mean, just a stand-up person. Yeah. So low-key. But again, this was not she needs like one-on-one. -on -one. She's she's yeah. too she's too low-key. It's almost like she's too easygoing and too almost drama-free to be on the beach. Well, she certainly wasn't drama-free on on her season. I know, but it leads me to believe that maybe she act like her real person is more drama free mm -hmm. and she is just you know was kind of set up i think she becomes easily overwhelmed is kind of like what happens yeah. which isn't great but i felt like she show. handled everything so well in that situation yeah. on like she was honest but she wasn't like going around like talking shit i don't know i i thought she handled everything so well and then demi saying that she was faking fainting for the love of God. Did you see the cold sweat on that girl's face? Like she, that girl was about to pass the hell out. There is literally two things. So you're going to have to fill in the gaps because there's two things I want to talk about today. And that's Demi and that's Riley and Marissa. 
Okay. We, I mean, we love that. I love that. I'm trying to think what else, but those are the two things like after these two days where I'm like, wow, these are the standout. These are the standout moments for me. I, I do have strong feelings about Trey and Thomas about that situation. Do you really? I do. Okay. Okay. So where do you think we should even let's, let's start in, in bachelor, uh, bachelor in paradise episode two. So let's get into, you want to get into Demi? Yeah. Let's get into Demi. Okay. Okay, I know I said it last time, but I'm saying it again. What was going on? Like, what? I I sure don't know. I don't know if there was just a lot of it. I I don't know. I don't know what if it was if it was we don't. I don't want to make any speculations, but, but there was something going on. Her eyes were like half open throughout the whole fucking thing. And then actually when there was a clip on episode three, like she makes like a, she wasn't really on that episode, but she like makes a comment and I was like, okay, that was normal. That was Demi. That was, yeah, 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 that yeah. was a normal yeah. thing. Yeah. She was in her interview. She was sharp. And she also, and also then in the interview too, she wasn't being like, hey, I'm Demi. It was like the, the episode two of Demi. It was like, what is happening and who is this? What is this uh, persona that you are what are you doing right now? <laughs> it was pretty wild. It was horrible. It was, I, I was so uncomfortable. Like, I, be, because it felt like, <sighs> I was like in mom mode where I was like, please stop. Like, please, please stop. This isn't, this isn't you. I don't think this is you. I don't know what you're trying to do right now. I don't know like what, what, I don't know what the producers like encourage you to do. I don't know. Like it's been a couple years and you're trying to like, you know, come out guns blazing on the screen. But like in her conversation with Brendan, she was literally going, uh, like in between. I'm like, why are you moaning? It was definitely more than producers because, which we'll get into her whole reaction with Brendan. I'm like, this is saying a lot about you, girl. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah this yeah, is yeah, saying yeah. a lot about you. Yeah. Oh my God. You know what it like? You know the energy I was getting from her that whole second episode was like, I was getting like the energy of like a 58 year old mom who was like trying to like be cool for her kids' friends. Yeah, that you know what? That's a way better description. And it like, was just like it hitting was the, on her daughters. It was the friends. mom from Mean Girls. Yes, I'm not a I'm <laughs> I'm a cool mom. Like, and she was like super like <laughs> the mom from Mean Girls was like, uh, I love tits? you, girls. You want to feel my tits? You keep me young. Uh, and you're like, oh my god, it's just it's so much that, like that was the energy i was getting where it was like trying to be like hip and relatable and like hitting on the daughter's guy friends and just being like mama likes kind of thing I, like yeah and you know what to to that point i think why i was in like when i was saying like almost like being a a, a parent being like what persona are you putting on i didn't believe any of it like, it, no. it felt like I'm like, oh, I don't feel like you want to actually have sex with this person. Like, mm. I did not. It, it felt like it was so over the top. And so just like, oh, you know, you know how right. us girls right. do. Right. And I'm like, right. do, do you, though? Because like the way that you're acting, it's like I know you're you're moaning and like gra- and like, you know, then posting all these things on social media. But like I would take him to the boom, boom room still. I'm like, I don't doubt that. Like you don't have to overcompensate. Like you've got it's a like, personality. I'm sure you're attracted and- to him. You're into him, but like I don't. I don't. 
feel like you necessarily want to just drag him to the boom boom. Do you know what I'm saying? It yes. just felt it felt I don't I don't know. I couldn't I couldn't quite place it. It's it was a it was a desperation for validation. Yeah. And so and I know that you know, th- th- this can be a struggle for anyone if you're in a place in your life where you're needing like validation or confirmation that you're that you're accepted and for someone like Demi maybe the maybe a a a way to get that is like through sexuality, you know, yeah, like, sure, sure. You know, I want to fuck you. Do you want to fuck me? And my and thing is, it's like, you know, that. I'm all about like putting on that, that sexual vibe. I'm like, you know, God bless. But it was more because it felt, it didn't feel, um, it didn't feel organic to me. Right. So I just couldn't quite place what was going, what was quite going on. And I know desperate's a strong word, but there was a desperation that was, like a, a desperation to be accepted, to be liked, to be that that was just right. like felt like it was oozing off. Right. And and like we talked about in our last episode, I was like when I was watching this, I was just like, uh, where was Demi from last season? Like she, you know, you're I literally it was that mom thing where I wanted to be like, you are enough. You don't have to do this like you're funny. You're charming. You don't have to, you know, add, put on whatever is going on. And I was hoping after the third episode, and maybe it's because we didn't see her as much, but just in her ITMs and everything, I was yeah. like, oh, okay, maybe maybe it was just like a intra- an entrance. But then when we're seeing the next episode with her and Kenny, I'm like, oh, God, no. <laughs> I think it's just like, and I think it makes sense, too. I think there's probably a lot of insecurity being someone from an older season. Sure. Being top most relevant dog mm-hmm. and then there's all these other women now who mm-hmm. are fresher newer have more followers you know whatever it is mm-hmm. are like more relevant and i think that that's really difficult and i i think that i would have a really hard time sure. with that as well being like i don't know a lot of these people i don't fit in i was you know queen of the beach mm-hmm. or you know whatever last time i was here like ah. now check this shit out blake H went on a Instagram story tirade. Oh my god, during, I'm so obsessed. I'm obsessed. With it. <laughs> I'm obsessed. I'm like, we need him on now. Like, I need, I need him to we tell us. We need him on yesterday. Yesterday, he went on an Instagram story tirade, spilling all the gu- all the tea, uh, all the tea, the tea we weren't even asking for. We're like, oh my god, Blake, thank you so much. <laughs> now, what Blake was saying, a few things, but one of the things that he mentioned that I found quite interesting is that which makes me then feel like a lot of Demi's vibe in this is very producer encouraged Mm. because they know she's going to start drama is because Blake was saying, he's like, listen, everybody, the top, the women who got the most followers from the past few years did not go on Bachelor in Paradise this Mm. year. And producers are scrambling. He's like, Maddie, He's, he said they threw the kitchen sink at Maddie. They were like oh, begging I can imagine. for Maddie to come on. No, Maddie. Wow. I mean, wow. No Hannah Ann. Yeah. No Victoria Fuller. Uh-huh. So we have the two women who got the top two who got the most followers. Like, I mean, Maddie was exploding. Hannah Ann exploding. Yeah. And then Victoria Fuller brought all the drama. Right. None of them. And he mentioned wow. someone else too. And I don't know why I'm blanking, but it was like, all of the women who were who caused, you know, the biggest commotion as far as social media went, 
didn't come on. That's pretty crazy. And I got to say, like, I'm not saying like I don't have respect for the women who went on Paradise. I'm not saying that at all. But I have to say that's I'm like props to Maddie for like just being like, like, I don't don't want to do it. I'm shocked. I still thought, though, I thought she was going to come on the beach and, you know, get engaged and, you know, just blow up. Maybe she's I mean, maybe there's people that she's been talking to, like that she's not. Yeah, public, I mean, good public for her. with, but um, so yeah, Blake was dropping all of the all of the gems. He also mentioned uh, that in the Demi and Brendan situation, he brought up the fact that he's like he's like Demi. Why oh, yeah. are you getting mad at Brendan talking to Piper? He's like, when you came on the show, we had all met your girlfriend Christian at Stagecoach. He said, you introduced her to us as your girlfriend. We all knew you had a girlfriend when you went on Paradise last season. So why are you talking to Brendan about Piper like this? Yes, which, by the way, I think that that also has to be part of the insecurity thing where because Demi had talked to, I mean, I guess I've never heard it straight from a producer's mouth, but it is what happened. It is. Because Demi had arranged with producers that Christian was going to come on later, she was assured to slide through the whole season. Oh, for sure. You know, producers were going to make sure she got a rose or whatever had to happen was going to happen so that she could leave that show engaged to Christian. Mm -hmm. That was the that was the plan. And then now I imagine there's a lot of insecurity being like, am I going to not get a rose this week? Right. I don't know what's happening. Yeah. I mean, hence her her going for mob boss. Because it was like, I got to stay, I got to keep a rose. Mob boss, why didn't you keep Kelsey? James the next day is just like, James, who I did appreciate in the second episode, by the way. I felt I was impressed by mob boss, the way that mob boss handled things. But I was very disappointed that mob boss did not give his rose to Kelsey. (sighs) But yeah, okay, so the Brendan thing. Okay, let's let's get into the Brendan thing. Before we get into the Brendan thing, let's take a pause because that is a whole other set of wild, like what the hell is going on production behind the scenes what with piper with piper and everyone knowing that they were dating yeah Yeah. okay there's a lot there is a a hell of a lot sponsor break okay sponsor break uh broads i have a new favorite app on my phone and i am very excited to talk to you all about it if life has got you wound up stressed anxiety ridden and you're looking for a new way to relax unwind and most importantly get a little sexy You've got to check out Dipsy. Dipsy is an audio app full of short, sexy stories designed to turn the world off and you on. And trust me when I say it delivers. Um, I've always loved audio stuff. Radio theater, audiobooks, podcasts. It's all for me. I already knew I was going to like Dipsy, but I didn't know that I was going to like it as much as I do. The app is full of sexy stories. They've got wellness sessions and soundscapes, and it's all designed to get you in the right headspace as you drift off to sleep or drift off to other activities. Mm-hmm. The stories are so good. The characters feel like real people. The plots are immersive. It feels like you're in on the action. Sometimes they have like well-known actors coming in. Uh, can I just throw out there Oscar Isaac? Can you include him on a future track? Just a suggestion. Please. Dipsy. Thank you. <laughs> I will admit. Listen, I was a little hesitant that it might feel like a bit strange being read a sexy bedtime story. I'm like, you, I love the audio. I wasn't sure about the the sexy times, yeah. though, right? The erotic stories. It's my favorite new thing. 
like by a mile. They release new content every single week and it's still not enough for me. Okay, They've got everything from stories about hooking up with your hometown crush to stories that put you into bed with someone who's extra bossy in all the right kind of ways for me. Okay, there's something for everyone. And I know I, uh, you know, I always fall asleep best after a little Dipsy story. <laughs> For <laughs> listeners of the show, Dipsy's offering an extended 30-day free trial when you go to dipsystories.com slash chatty. So that's 30 days of full access for free when you go to D-I-P-S-E-A stories.com slash chatty. Like I always say, it's like dip in the sea. Dipsystories.com slash chatty. Uh, Broads, it would not be off course to call Becca and I content creators, I guess, from no. audio, video, content. right, of this podcast, merch, logo designs, graphics, Instagram. There's a whole lot of creative stuff behind the scenes. And I'll just be blunt with you. I am not naturally good at it. It is not my natural skill set. And yes, sometimes we have amazing people who help us out, love the team, but we can't do that for everything. There's just too many things going on, which is why I... I started to use Canva Pro Game Changer for myself personally. Mm. Using Canva Pro is like having your own on-call creative designer. It's an, a design platform. It empowers you, yes, you, even if you struggle with design, to create stunning content in just a few clicks. Canva Pro comes with thousands of professionally made templates that are super easy to customize to your needs. Or if you're feeling up to it, you can even start from scratch and create exactly what you're looking for. Canva Pro makes it pretty easy too because everything you need is already preloaded. Um, you'll find an endless library of fonts, photos, videos, and so much more. If you've ever been on Instagram and wondered how the heck your favorite influencer got their story or post to look a certain way, my guess would be Canva, okay? Canva Pro. Uh, my favorite feature is their content planner, which I actually use on my own social media. It allows you to edit, plan, and schedule posts across your social media channels, and it's really helpful in keeping everything organized. Design like a pro with Canva Pro. And right now you can get a free 45-day extended trial when you use our promo code. Just go to canva.me slash chatty to get your free 45-day extended trial. So that's C-A-N-V-A dot M-E slash chatty. Canva dot me slash chatty. Okay. So when Demi comes in, Brendan and Natasha are are talking they're vibing they're considered a couple even though they have not kissed yeah a few things number one i know that demi and natasha are really good friends now i think they were friends before like good friends so then she's coming down we're not seeing them interact really as friends also brendan and natasha are coupled up together this is my theory Natasha and Piper are friends. Mm -hmm. There is, there are photos of them together. So she's like saving, they're like saving I think each so. other. Yeah. I think Natasha and Piper, uh, you know, you see them getting their nails done together, whatever. Piper was on the Clickbait podcast talking about who her Bachelor Nation crush was the same time when her and, like Natasha and Piper were hanging out while Brendan and Piper were dating. Yeah. My guess is Natasha's being a good friend. Yeah. And probably trying to couple up with Brendan, them all knowing that Piper is going to be coming down. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. And Brendan didn't really. I mean, I didn't see any like chemistry between them in the scenes I saw that saw with them together. No, and it also then proves to me why I'm like, they haven't kissed. Yeah. Like, I th my guess is that, 
you know, and obviously we see Natasha. I believe we see Natasha being hurt. And I'm not trying to negate her feelings. If it's not true and she is hurt, I'm not trying to negate those feelings. But it doesn't make sense to me that her and Piper are hanging out while Brendan and Piper are dating and yeah. they're not fucking talking about yeah, Brendan. Yeah, 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 for sure. I, and I, I don't know, I don't think, like, to compare it, I don't think it's like a Demi and Christian situation. I think that they were dating. I think, uh, you know, there's like back and forth and who knows, what, let's see what happens. Yeah. Like, and I don't, I, I don't think they're like in a committed relationship per se. No. Like at all. No. But I think that, things are going to happen when Piper and sure but Natasha and Brendan probably like off you know off the beach had talked about it or whatever maybe know each other maybe Natasha's even been like you know talking to both of them and being like well Brendan like where's your head at well like maybe you should just wait until she comes maybe she's the friend in between yes like maybe hold off you know whatever but it just doesn't make and also it made me it, it, it confirmed it more to me when then later Natasha is like on the day bed and Deandra is bringing up, there's a girl named Piper and Natasha's just like, who? And I'm like, you've, you've already recorded an episode with her. There's photos of you guys hanging out. So it, it's a little bit like, okay, we're trying to, you know, we know Piper's coming down. I think Natasha's being a good friend. Now I think all of a sudden Demi comes down and it's a little bit like, Brendan, what are you doing? Yeah. Yeah. Brendan, because later when Natasha is like, I need to talk to Brendan and pulls him on the on the sofa, the way that she was approaching yeah. it was a little bit like, so, yeah, how was your date? Right, 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 right. <laughs> what right. about Piper? Right, right. Not like, oh, my God, I'm so distraught no. over you. Right. A little bit like Brendan. This was not part. No, of I think the plan. she's playing friends matchmaker. I think, and I, I don't even know if like she and Brendan have in, in my theory. I don't even know if they have like any kind of set agreement. But sort of like, well, you know, I think she's been like, t- I think she's been talking to him as Piper's friend, just being like, well, you know, keep your options open. But I just think, you know, I, I feel like that's what she's doing. You know, totally. Natasha also just in general gives me like of the house the therapist vibes. Uh-huh. Everyone is talking to Natasha about their problems. It's like she's the one. It's almost like, yeah, Natasha, I got to talk to you about this, this and that. And it's like, you know, my guess is if someone obviously were to come down in this time who Natasha was into, she'd be like, peace out, Brendan. I'm done. Yeah. Being, oh, yeah. But but for right now, it's like a friendship rose. Right. That we're going to, you know. Yeah kind of have these conversations he's what about piper piper might be coming down but i think <sighs> demi th- threw it for a loop because i don't think that that was part of the uh the thought process well and then who did brendan end up giving a rose to natasha natasha yeah yeah, yeah. okay so yeah yeah but i think he then was like you saw hit brendan's face when demi walked down and he was like he literally was like, who's that? Like, he, yeah. he kind of was, you know, into it. And then obviously after the makeout was like, just to make it clear. He was literally like, well, Dude, I'll see I- you when I see ya. <laughs> Maybe uh, we'll run into each other at the bar. I'm pretty sure word for word was like, run, let's maybe we'll bump into each other later. And you're like, on the beach. Huh? <laughs> You know we're driving home together, right? You know we're driving back to the sand together? Are we just... <laughs> it was... It was the it was the moment of regret 
when you are when you like another person and then you go out on a date uh-huh. and you don't you don't mean to make out with the person uh-huh. because you like someone else uh-huh. but you do and then you're trying to scramble to make it very clear <laughs> that you're single and you're like it was you know it was a friend kiss we do that right <laughs> friend frenching is that a thing <laughs> Oh my god! And again, it was really like again, like I said, like sort of the fifty, like mom in her fifties, being like, "That was so fun. We could have fun like this every day together." I'm like, "What? Where are these lines coming from?" I mean, what in God's name? Every day could be like this if you're with me. I'm like, "What is this?" I, I like watching both of them. I was like, "Demi, what are you doing?" And I'm like, "Brendan, what are you doing?" <laughs> both of them. I was like, "You guys both need to stop." Like, I don't know what's happening right now. Brendan, don't make out with her. Oh, yeah. Demi, stop with the lines. And then after Brendan rejects, and then Demi, all of Demi is like, I am the best thing on that beach. And I'm just like, just, just don't say anything. Just be like, totally, I hear you. Because, or just literally be like, oh, well, that sucks. I definitely liked you, but you know, what, what are you going to do? You yeah, know? <laughs> but it's just more like, it's more like, you know, she needs to be honest. Sure. She needs yeah. to be truthful with herself. But at the same time, when you go on the beach and you literally say, I'm going to ruin people's relationships and I'm going to fuck shit up and you go out on a date with one guy and then he says, we're still meeting people, right? I mean, you you got to Like, I would I was assuming she was going to be like, oh, yeah. I got plenty other people that I'm planning on making out with, like kind of roll with it that way. And then he literally said, because of her reaction, he goes, oh, you don't, you don't roll that way. And she was like, no, he was thrown off. (laughs) I think maybe Brendan thought she was kind of a safe bet to go have a little frolic with. Sure. Yeah. And he was like, oh, she's going to want to, you know, I mean, she's saying this other, all about the fun. Right. She's going to want to stir the pot and meet other people on the beach. She's safe to go out with, right? It's going to be fine. And then she's like, marry me. <laughs> <laughs> I could not believe it. I don't know how I would react in Brendan's position where it was like, well, like, yeah, I'm the best on this beach and like, what up? I would not how I would not know how to react in either situations because it with her all of a sudden portraying herself a certain way and then being like not maybe how she seemed yeah. and then on her end being like we're vibing massively flirting your hands on my thigh uh-huh. and we start making out and then you're like so catch you later and it's like what that I mean the level in which he ended that was so <laughs> horrific and unorganic. It was literally like sign on the dotted line. Like, please don't tell Piper sign here. Like, that's what it felt like. Oh, really? I don't know what was going on. I think I, I, I literally think that it was like, yeah, you're not my vibe. Oh, no, I don't doubt that. Yeah. But I'm saying more like, like I, d- I didn't feel like I didn't feel like the Piper thing came into play at all. I think it was like. Like I don't like you. Okay, like if he would have, if it would have been someone he was more interested in, he would have maybe continued to pursue it regardless of Piper. Yes. Okay. I think the fact that he was, I I think that him and Piper are not in 
and I don't think you're saying this either, but I don't think they're in any kind of agreement. I think it's both like, let's see what happens. I do think that if Brendan was with some girl that he really was into, that he would continue things and see how it played out. Yes. What I don't buy, though, is is Brendan's speech about how him and Piper are just kind of have seen each other a couple times. Oh, no. No, 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 no. No, no they were spotted out a lot. And, and it was out. And it was... And- it was news everywhere that like, oh, Piper and Brendan are officially dating. I don't know if that's right. true, but neither of them denied it. Mm. And it was people, everyone was posting about it. Although that would be weird to go on and deny, don't you think? Especially if it's someone you are talking to, maybe if you're not dating, to be like, you yeah, wouldn't want to be that person if you're talking to someone being like, we are not dating to, yeah. a, to press. But I guess it was just like, it was, it was, it was posted about enough mm. that, that, Everyone was kind of like in agreement that it's like, oh, every, they're official. Mm. That, that's what it seemed like. And then I remember all of the friends too. Like, if I'm, if if, if it's everywhere that Piper, that my, if I'm friends with Piper and it's everywhere that Piper and Brendan are official, mm-hmm. I would say in some interview at some point or on Instagram, like I would probably slip and be like, well, I don't know about that guy. Yeah, like, yeah. no one said anything. Right. So I feel like. They were more definitely more serious than Brendan is alluding yes. to. I, would agree I, with that. I don't buy that. I'd agree with that. I'd agree with that. But then, Bachelor Clues, rocking the merch. <laughs> Do you hoochie? Yes, I love that. They said okay. you went to it's on the couch. Wow, bless you. Um, Bachelor Clues posted of which when I saw this. When I was watching the episode, I was like, stop the tapes <laughs> where you hear Brendan after their date talking to Demi. And oh, yeah, says, yeah, 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 yeah. No, I definitely watched that five million times. It's a clip. Yeah. When he's having a conversation with Demi and when they're arguing in the night and he's saying something. Yes. This is after Demi <laughs> finds out about Piper from the Should other play women. It? Play it. Yeah. Play it. Roll the tapes. Roll the clips. <laughs> But he says the word he's saying. I mean, you can't you don't really know what he's saying. But what he's saying is something with producers in it. And you see him and it. And it's like a it's a quick it's a quick glance to him. And he's and you, with the way he's moving his arms too. he's it's it's like he's saying to Demi, like, come on, Demi, like, right. you know how producers right. are. Right. And this is when Demi's like, why would you ever put yourself right. in this situation if you're seeing someone? Which, again, it's like, OK, Demi, well, remember Christian. But okay, here we go. Yes, don't waste other people's time like that. Like, you're teasing me. He's playing defense hard right now. Like, look at the hand motion. No. Like, look at the no. I don't think you could really hear, but he's like, and the producers are... You don't know what he's saying, but... but he's bringing up the producers. In some way, he's bringing up the fact that, like, you you know that this is a producer move. Yeah. And I think what Brendan is now scared of and is maybe starting to get a little nervous when he's talking to Demi, is how all of a sudden Brendan's going to look. Yeah. And what his bachelor edit's going to be. If he's going <laughs> to get a... I just thought what's going on when they were saying the producers have to preserve the sacred timeline. <laughs> okay, continue. <laughs> but that's this whole, this whole thing is so ridiculous. Uh, yeah. Because, listen, I hate this. 
I hate it so much that they're acting like they don't know each other. They're mm. acting like they don't have what I did like, like more about at least last season with Blake, for instance, is that it was stuff that we didn't really know about mm. that wasn't on social media so much. Like we saw that they got together. So they were taking us more in this journey where it's all of a sudden Blake walks on the sand and Kaylin is like, oh no. Like there, you see that happening versus in this situation, yeah. in this situation, they're all friends and they're like, hi, nice to meet you. Right. right. Natasha's like Piper who? And you're right. like, you guys. Like, I don't like this. Yeah. I want them to be talking like more behind the scenes. Like, oh, my God. Well, yeah. When right. I was hanging out with such and such, right. she told me such. And, like, right. I want more of that. Yeah. That's the reality of what's happening. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know, though. I, I yeah, I still can't believe that. I still can't believe how what her reaction was, even if you even if it is true that he's actively dating Piper. Yes. I, I'm like, yeah. huh? You you were the textbook of that situation completely of having a completely pre-orchestrated situation and but but that's why watching this episode i was like i just feel like there's so much acting going on mm. that's why i'm saying i hate that they're all acting like they don't it just i'm i feel like i'm watching a lot of bad acting who trying to preserve these storylines the sacred timelines <laughs> it's like it's like hey like it's like, hey, you know, you're doing this whole like, well, maybe you shouldn't be dating someone or I can't imagine someone dating. You're like, hey, we all know. You all know what's going on. And also like, 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 I, I don't get the uh, purpose of it either. Like, why not be like, I was Piper and I were serious, but like things got really dicey and like. We talked about what it would be like if we're here on Paradise, but like she's not here, so I'm gonna I'm gonna just have some fun and see what right. happens. What's what's the downside or of doing even, that? Or even being yeah, Piper and I, Piper and I, when I left, we were still hanging out. And why not be like but Natasha? We'll see. I'm like Natasha being like I'm pairing up with him to make sure that we each get a rose. That's so, what I'm so saying. Piper, why, I don't get why that feels more like how it was last season. Mm. Like there was the reality; the, it was more real. This feels like they're trying to act like everything on the outside didn't happen and is invisible. Yeah, and I don't like it. I don't know. There's there was definite cons though the last season because I don't know if you're if 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 you remember, but it was like where you know Kaylin was ignoring him, and then yeah. you didn't, and then people are referencing text messages, yeah. and it was like and you and to 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 review to recap, it was challenging because you're like I don't have I have the no receipts. idea what they're talking about. Right now, what I what I desire wholeheartedly mm. beyond all of this is that. If you want to go on Bachelor in Paradise, you have to sign a contract after you get off Bachelor Bachelorette that you will not engage with anyone that wasn't on your season. Like, that I want. You will not. Engage with anyone who wasn't on your season. I don't understand. So, like, if you're coming off of your season with Ari, you can oh, engage with oh, all the girls. Yeah. But if you want to go on Bachelor in Paradise, you cannot go physically out. You cannot engage or be, seen. or be seen. You cannot do this with any people from the Bachelor franchise. Ha! As if that would work. I, I mean, but, but. And you know what? That's hard, too, because they want to drum up. The producers want to drum up like, oh, look who's hanging out with who. What's it going to be like? On but what I'm saying, when it wasn't like that as much and it was way more like pure them actually meeting for the first time, or at least it seemed that way. 
then the illusion for us viewers was like, oh, they're really meeting for the first time. It's social media. It's being able to just slide into someone from another season's DMs, make and a I comment. Don't, I don't like it. <laughs> I get it. I don't like it either. I want to see them meeting each other organically. Or, you know, what I believed was a very organic moment was Tajwan really wanting to have Riley come on the beach. And I believe with my whole heart that they did not oh, ever no. engage with each other. No. And I loved seeing that moment because that was a fucking real moment of like, oh my God, he is the person I've been waiting to walk on the sand and now he just walked on and I cannot even function. But you know what would help Jess too? If they just mostly cast people from the m- most recent season. Yeah. Like like with Thomas and all these guys coming off of Katie's, none of the girls know them. Yes. And that... Yes. It's fun. That is very fun. It's very fun. Yeah, it makes it so complex because with people from these past seasons, especially with COVID, it's like everyone's been chatting and everyone's been having meetups. Yeah. And it's just too much. And what I'm saying is it's like I didn't like the whole dynamic with the stagecoach where we're trying to get the receipts. But what I what I like less is this whole like we don't actually know each other. And you're like, no, we all saw it online. They were on podcasts together. You guys all know each other. Stop. That's Give goofy. Us, let us have the behind the scenes. Give us all the tea about behind the scenes. You know what's weird is that no one seems to hate Carl as much anymore. They, he, I know. Feel bad for Carl, don't you? Well, Carl is with now Deandra, so I do not feel bad for Carl. I don't know how that happened. I don't know how that happened either. I'm very confused, <laughs> but I'm sure he is very happy. Um. Yeah, Carl at like the before the rose ceremony, he's just like, Hello, ladies. And there's oh like, Oh my gosh, five he's like, He's like, Look at all these princesses. I'm surrounded by them. Like, <laughs> when he's off doing like, like, you know, Tai Chi or something by himself in, in the corner, and everyone's like, Who is Carl fighting? What invisible enemy is he I'm fighting? Kind of on, I'm definitely on Evan's side now where I'm so team Carl. He I mean, he's, you know, he seems pretty harmless yeah, and I he's guess. just kind of. You know, doing his own thing. When he brought Thomas over, though, I was dying. Where he was like, you know what? I'm going to orchestrate this meet and greet. Okay, Thomas, buddy, come over here. And then he puts his leg up on the day That's what he's like a character. He's a character. He's like big, like camp counselor. Yes. I mean, like just like like the store manager who takes the job super, super seriously. He's Michael Scott. Yeah. He yeah. really is of of Bachelor in Paradise where you're just like, oh, God. <laughs> but then there is that little part where you're like, yeah, I kind of like you, though. I can't help it. I feel bad for you. Because you seem, you seem like you're kind of harmless. You're And you're kind of earnest in your... Yeah, you really antics. try. You do. You really try. And it's not often successful, but you do really try. No, maybe motivational speaker isn't the thing, you know. But anywho. Oh, my God. (laughs) Okay, so do we want to get now into... I know we talked about it a smidge. Yeah. But I I feel like I I do have to talk a bit about the Victoria... uh, The Victoria, Paul, and mob boss moment. You take it away. Okay. There are just a few things that I wanted to touch on. Um, First and foremost... Um, 
I, I swear it was like I didn't remember her and anything and so I feel like my eyes just glazed over and I was like these are irrelevant characters that I don't give now, a shit about but now I'm feeling like I really missed out on paying attention you know I was just very engaged first of all I was watching Victoria Fuller's uh, recaps yes. her Insta story recaps which I'm obsessed with for BIP I you know what I can't I can't get enough of Victoria Fuller now she's best friends with Victoria Paul so Victoria Paul was sitting with her who wish Victoria Paul a speedy recovery she just got out of surgery oh. one of her breast implants like popped oh right my before God. the episode aired and so she's like all wrapped up watching the episode it's a whole thing so speedy recovery um but she's sitting with her as Victoria Fuller is is doing this so what Victoria Paul then is her thing the night of her episode airing was that her and this guy had been broken up right before she got on the show. Right. I'll make something clear. I don't care though. Like uh, I, I know that I know the whole thing was about then Tammy and Kelsey being like you have a boyfriend. Yeah. And maybe she didn't. And if that's true and they were harping sucks. on that, I do. That sucks. Weren't they saying specific things, though, like hooked up with him la the Thursday before? Like yes. there was very there was, there specific. Was now, she even said when she then was talking to Mob Boss. Yeah. She said, yes, we were dating right before I came we here. We were dating on Wednesday. <laughs> However, Thursday we slept together and decided to end things. <laughs> and she <laughs> said he really wanted me to to go on yeah. and i was like okay so what this seems like is potentially like a go you know, on get some followers also, get that coin i support you babe he's also like an aspiring country singer yeah, i you see. know yeah i i understand cut to the memes of it being jed <laughs> i don't give a shit either though like but what i but what my problem was with Victoria Paul you know when I was rooting for her there was something about it I just I wanted it to I wanted more of her on my screen I don't know why but I did but <laughs> she I don't care if you had a boyfriend or not you you legit started she started the episode by saying like I have an energy healer friend who said when you're with the right person at the right time you'll be covered in chills that is not happening yes she forgot his name 500 times. Yes. yes. She didn't like him. Yes. No. That I had a problem with. Yes. Where I'm like, okay, so you're faking liking him to yes. get a rose. That's my problem. Yes. Yeah. So fair. That's it. If you would have looked at him and been like. And she was bad at faking it too. It was so bad. It was so bad. And if she would have looked at him and been like, listen, when she said, I think you're really hot. And he's like, well, I hope there's more to it than you thinking I'm hot sad but i know i actually i actually really like james he's kind of grown on me i didn't I like hate him boss. during katie's season i will say that i thought no. he was ridiculous at times but no didn't it, hate him when he was coming for hunter it was a little bit like my boss you're bored you're yeah. bored because there's not a lot going on <laughs> you're used to some to some more action in your life you're stuck in a mansion <laughs> stuck in new mexico but he I liked him other than that, but she, he was like, I hope there's something more to it than the way that I look. If she would have looked at him, I would have loved if she would have been like, honestly, right now, like, I don't really know you very well. So all I have to go so off So I think you're that. hot, but I'm, let's get to know each other. Yeah. Cool. Like, Koi. Tell him you forgot his name many times. 
be that person yeah. and be like, I am so sorry. I keep forgetting your name. Instead of be like, no, baby. Um, baby. And then, <laughs> and so I was even still, it was like, you know what? You're getting your rose. Sure. You're trying to get your rose. That's what people are here for. My issue came when he then confronted her. And he was, he hears from uh, Tammy and Kelsey that Victoria P. might have a boyfriend. He hears she's forgetting his name on a regular basis. Mm. She doesn't really care. Mm. He pulls her aside in maybe the most calm way possible. And within two seconds, she's like, you need to calm down. Yeah. You're coming. You're attacking me. And it was like, this man is literally in the most calm state ever. Have you watched F-Boy Island at all? No, I still haven't watched it. I need, I know I really it need sort of to. Was giving me like CJ energy for anyone who's been watching F Boy Island. I've seen people post about CJ. I can't stand her. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm like, I'm like, okay, this is watching this is just again. It was like I was all. That's when I was remembering all the Pete, all uh, of the Pete. It's uh, kind of like a. It's like a. It's sort of a gaslighting thing. I mean, it's literally like he's being told, and he's <laughs> again in the most low key way. Just being like, hey, is this true? And he told her exactly. He didn't go, hey, I'm 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 tweaking out right now. Like what she could have been like, I'm really irritated. He was just like, hey, I just want to let you know, I've been hearing this. Is this true? And she tells him immediately to take a deep breath. <laughs> and I'm like, don't say that to the mob boss, Victoria. He... It's just really dismissive it's kind so, of behavior. He, she was like, so, she trying was so earnestly to invalidate this person's she experience. Was so dismissive of him. It was kind of wild. Yeah. I just couldn't believe it. And then he then she, he brings up, she's like, yeah, I, I broke up with someone right beforehand, right? And he's like, well, here's the thing that we talked about past relationships and you told me about your relationship that you had for 14 years but you didn't mention that you had just broken right. up with someone right before. Kind of relevant, right? Kind of relevant, right? And she's just like, let's back up for a second, <laughs> my guy. And, she, you know, it, it, that's when it's like, okay, this is obviously done. Like, obviously done. She's like, he goes, I, she's like, I don't even know your last name. And he's like, apparently you don't want to know my first name either. There were some good singers that he had in there. Um, but she then talks to the girls. We talked about it earlier. But she it's just you know i'm going hey when your actual friend is irritated that you are being dismissive of what she what her purpose was in her conversation mm-hmm. with james and then the main thing that i wanted to bring up yes was on victoria's ride out yes she literally said in the car well now i know i don't have to search for what i already have at home and you're like, okay, so you're just going to, you're just now just going to admit, now you're just going to just balls to the wall, just be like, yep, I saw my boyfriend at home. Or I'm going to go straight back to my boyfriend. <laughs> she's a little crazy. Yeah. She's, she's wild. She's absolutely wild. She's got the, always the big smile. And yeah. she's trying to like hold it together. And she just kept talking about her therapy. And she's like, I'm going to, thank God I've learned these therapy techniques because you all need them. That that's Not. the vibe. She's, 
And then she was crying on her way out because she was so proud that she did did this. I don't. I. But anywho, that was that dynamic. And then mob boss, you know, who knows? Okay, enough of them. I think they're irrelevant. On to who can we talk about next? I mean, there's a lot to talk about, but I really want to cover the 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 conversation and things that I want to cover. I really want to talk about Thomas. Let's talk. That's about, what I'm really itching for. Yes, let's talk night. about Thomas. Uh, one quick thing, then we can take a little pause. Then Thomas. Yes, is that okay? So I'll pe- survive. So, so people who people who left, um, goddess Victoria yeah. P. Kelsey and Serena C. Which, tragic. by the way, um, goddess and Tajwan. Yeah, can we like not jump right into like calling? black women aggressive when they say like one word to you the level the level of uh like macro aggressions that were going on i know i was thinking micro con- is like this not it's no, not micro the level of macro aggressions going on in the conversation <laughs> when tajwan takes the time to sit down with victoria and be like hey you're going back to your old ways, which also means that they've had a conversation right. off camera where <clears throat> the goddess has told Tajwan and, I, and whoever else that yeah. she's trying to change. Yeah, I would assume that that she probably had a whole conversation with all the girls like off the Yeah. So Tajwan is saying, hey, just FYI, right now what you're doing, it's it's hurting my feelings yeah. because you know that Trey and I like each other. Right. Now you're just desperately trying to get a rose. Yeah. And you're going back to your old ways. And the goddess is just absolutely flies off the handle, calls her aggressive, calls her crazy five times seen, and starts bawling. Have you seen the Victoria's Secret lady meltdown? No. Oh, my God. Okay. Well, Victoria was giving major Victoria's Secret <laughs> Karen energy. Oh, it's oh, this no. woman who like is she this this lady, this Karen comes at this black lady and was like trying to like fight her. I don't remember why it was over some shit in the Victoria's secret line. People are so out of their fucking minds anyway. And then the lady starts filming and she's like, please stop <laughs> filming me. And she falls on the floor and is like oh. pretending to like have a seizure or something. Just being like, no, she's filming me. She's filming me. And then the lady is like, the lady is like, she was trying to attack me. And then the lady's like, no, please. <laughs> like, she's, she's recording, please. Stop recording. And then the security is trying to escort out the black lady who's just standing there recording. Fuck that. Yeah, it was so crazy. So now I think she's trying to, anyway. But yeah, Victoria's giving you that energy. We're just like, please stop. She's talking to me. <laughs> like, the, it was so Karen. It was, it was so unbelievable i mean believe believe. i wasn't unfortunately i wasn't surprised but if tajwan who please more of tajwan in these past two episodes didn't get enough we need more um if she wouldn't have been like i'm done with with even having this discussion because i like trey and i'm not Mm -hmm. going it's not worth it to me yeah i'm not putting my if she would have like like this would have become like the goddess probably was trying to make this so big. Oh, totally. It's That's like what she's I'm saying. she's running so off super sobbing. Karen. You know she's going to all the producers and just be like, I cannot. And then Tajwan's just like, I'm not. I'm not even. I'm not. Oh even yeah, no, super Karen for give sure. Give it my time. So goddess Karen went home. Mm-hmm. 
Victoria, Victoria P. Other Victoria. Uh, no, got it. Oh yeah, yeah. Double Victorias. Uh, Serena C. and Kelsey. Poor Serena C. Yeah, I was gonna say poor Serena. Poor Kelsey. I know. Um. Okay. Uh. Advertiser Quick. break. <laughs> Advertiser break, and then Thomas. Um. Broads. Hmm. Buying a car is never not an intense, complicated, stressful experience, in my opinion, okay? But right now, it is especially so. Oh my gosh, so. it's crazy. It's wild. The market is back in full swing, and all my friends and family that have been toying with the idea of getting a new car, me included, we've been reporting that it's it's as bad as oh, ever, no. okay? Which is why I was so relieved and so excited when I found out about Edmunds, the one resource that can take the stress out of buying a new car. I'm telling you, the second I went on Edmunds, I was like the relief washed over my body. I'm like, oh my God, we actually can do this. Edmunds is your new best friend in the car business. You just go to edmunds.com. You can read in-depth reviews for almost every make and model of car- of any car basically ever. Their vehicle testing team is one of the largest in the country. So each year they drive over half a million miles and conduct thousands of hours of testing. So you get the most comprehensive reviews possible. I have looked up many a review on Edmunds. I'm always looking to get a new car. And yet, I mean, I haven't gotten a car, new car in years but maybe one day and i'll have the Edmonds <laughs> reviews to back it up um or if you take my approach which like i was just saying i have no idea what i want Edmonds conveniently puts together their top rated list so you can browse their most suggested cars by category so you can feel confident with the car that it you're just choosing. makes it so easy okay and so organized and once you've narrowed down your list even further you can use Edmonds.com. uh you search for those vehicles in your area get accurate price estimates connect with local dealers and even set up test drives or make your purchase Uh, Just being able to do all of this through a completely unbiased party takes a huge amount of pressure off. Uh, No sales tactics, just honest, thorough reviews to help guide you through the purchasing process. Shopping for a car can be really overwhelming, but Edmunds is here to guide you to your perfect vehicle. Just visit Edmunds.com to see their best car rankings and search for vehicles near you by going to edmund.s.com for cars. There's Edmunds. Uh. Broads, when it comes to food, I am a woman of simple pleasures, okay? I think that cheese on a pizza is is sufficient as far as topping goes. I don't need anything fancy on my burgers, but there is one thing that I add to every single food because it takes simple food and instantly elevates it. And I kid you not, broads, if you open my pantry at home, you will find a minimum of four bottles at a time, and that is truff hot sauce. Literally, yesterday I was having truff on, what was I having it with? rice and beans and avocado and eggs for breakfast and i was putting truff on it and i was like mm, wonder when we're gonna have our next truff ad i mean I, I love it and i have truff every single day i don't know what kind of unicorn magic they put in this hot sauce but it's Mm-mm. seriously one of the best i've ever had uh all of their products are infused with 100 real black winter truffles not synthetic artificial flavoring we're talking the real deal truffles fancy stuff it's different from other hot sauces too because aside from just adding heat it adds a lot of flavor and a lot of dimension to your food which is why Jess and I add it to everything. Yeah again truly I use it every single day um, but we aren't the only ones. Truff is the best selling hot sauce on Amazon and at Whole Foods. It has more than a billion shout outs on Instagram. Wow. Okay. Insta famous. It was even on Oprah's a billion, a billion Okay. It was even on Oprah's favorite things twice 
Okay, that's very impressive. That's a very impressive resume for hot sauce, anything for that matter. Okay, I have introduced so many of my family and friends to Truff, and they are all hooked on it now. It's just that good. I think my favorite way to eat it actually is to mix it with ketchup and French fries. Oh my gosh. Get 15% off site wide plus free shipping with promo code chatty at truff.com. Also, they box it in really beautiful boxes. So this is a really nice, nice gift. That's 15% off everything at truff, T-R-U-F-F, uh, as in fire. It's it's like truffle, but without the L-E. It's truff, mm-hmm. truff.com, promo code chatty. I gave it to my father for Father's Day. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's a really good In like the, the big box of it because it looks like it's, gorgeous. it's like, it's like it, they look like nightclub it's like a little nightclub hot sauce like they're so fancy it looks just, yes it's like vegas in all the right ways love it um yeah. okay let's um, get down to absolute thomas business okay, okay we have the next episode three okay. we have our new host host lance is I coming like in him. i love lance i like him because he's comfortable on camera too not that any you know what's his name isn't but I like it because he, he almost seems like another cast member. He's very like easygoing. He's not too much. I was thinking if I was when the girls were chatting with Lance, I was like, I would just want to chat with him all the time and be like, okay, this is how I feel about this guy and this yeah. guy. And like, this is thoughts? the drama going on. And I would actually maybe trust him, yes. which is good. Yes. Because, you know, obviously he's connected with producers. So right. you want to trust the host to give him all the tea. No, I like him. I think he, he was like felt random, but I think he he's came a good choice. fresh off this last season of The Circle, made numerous appearances on that. So really? he's doing his reality TV circuit. circuit. Yeah, good for mm-hmm, him. Mm-hmm. I think he makes a great host. Yeah, he's great. Um, it is odd, though, how they like say goodbye to a host and then get a new host. It feels disjointed. To disjointed. Me. Um, it was strange. It's odd. Like, I don't I did not like the them all standing around the boombox thing. That needs to not be a thing. I, I wrote that I'm just like I don't understand why they're having it like be this big intro. I mean, granted, a member of Insync, so sure. I get that it's a big deal, but it just felt like I'm like we've only had two episodes of David Spade. Yeah, and now all of a sudden they like get this secret boombox, and it's like who's gonna be our host now? It just it, then it doesn't feel like you have a host who knows what's going on the whole time. Also, Wells did the rose ceremony. David Spade wasn't even at the rose ceremony. He was already on his way home from to the airport. <laughs> I wish that they would do a pass off where like Lance Bass comes on while David Spade's still there and they do some funny quip and then he's like, I'm going to hand it off yeah, to you. Yeah, that would be nice. That would be nice. I was laughing when they were all playing, uh, when NSYNC was playing and everyone was singing. I'm like, I would have been the one in the middle being like, my parents didn't let me listen yes, to this same. growing up. <laughs> no, that happened to me on The Bachelor when everyone was like singing various lyrics to like boy bands and stuff. And like, I was literally like, hey, and everyone's like, you're so young. And I was like, no, really sheltered. You're like homeschooled. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, it's not an age thing, honey. Yes, that's um, not what it's about. But they were, they were living for that song because I'm like, that's the only bit of music they will be hearing for the next few weeks yeah i uh, I think about that a lot watching the show one of my favorite things when i am on a in a tropical place drinking is having i need music in the background i would dead producers at the airports be like can't please borrow your phone listen to music to have dead silence trying to like party imagine traveling like on the bachelor and not being able to listen to a podcast or music or anything I mean, it makes sense to me why people start to lose it. Of course. I would absolutely. If I didn't have any of like my alone time to listen to my comedy podcast, calm me down. 
<laughs> I would explode on someone. I was thinking Books about help. this. It, uh, there's just, there's something about listening. When I was watching this third episode, I was like, you know what? I have to say. I would not do well on Bachelor in Paradise. Mm. I really I don't think I would either. I think I would I would be I would be a villain because I think I would lose it. I might hate it, but I also might love getting so tan. That would be great. But being so hot during sleeping hours, Jade and Tanner did a little Insta story where they were talking about bachelor in paradise and they were like you know you don't have air conditioning in your room right you just have a bunk and like a couple bunks get a tiny fan and you're yeah. fighting for that bunk so they're like you're Ugh. miserable they don't change over the three weeks they never change your sheets once so they said it's full you're it's full of sand you're dirty it's gross like there's so many crabs they said crawling into your bunk all the time like the crabs are very real they said it's miserable and so i'm like there's no music you're, there's all this drama. I, I, I just be like, I, I think I, I would, would either freak. hate it or I would become like a cockroach crab and would survive and would be like, you guys are hating this. My eyes are like all like huge yeah. and bloodshot. <laughs> and like, I'm just like, I, I love it here. I'm never going to leave. <laughs> I finally found home. <laughs> yeah, no, I, uh, I could see you thriving. I feel like you'd be like, if everyone else is like, I, this is, I'm uncomfortable. Mm. I could see you being like, Right, right, right. Going out of my Fuck way to prove you. myself to everyone else, yeah, being like, "You guys like, are pussies." I yeah, love be like, it here. You guys are complaining <laughs> about being on a, in a beautiful location and getting famous, privileged like, too. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so terrible. Just to be counter to everyone yeah. else. But that's the truth. That is the reality. It's like, listen, it's a great situation, but I could see myself when I'm when I'm too hot when i'm trying to sleep i can't sleep so i could see myself not sleeping at all and then when i don't sleep at all i oh. lose my mind yeah i mean yeah that was the bachelor for sure i i do think that um it would get very boring though i mean you don't have anything to do true for weeks on end <laughs> you just really it's, have to hope that the people that you're with are fun i mean it's a small beach and you've got like a pool and that's about it and yeah. some alcohol which that I, get, I think even that would get old real fast because you're getting all dehydrated and you're just like, Ugh. yeah, by like I, I could see myself raging for about 48 hours <laughs> drinking a <laughs> That's lot. What it seems like happens. Yeah. And then I'm like, I'm over it. I feel sick and it's too hot. Yeah. Everyone's just like, can you make me like a pineapple refresher? Yeah. I would just be in I would just be in the uh, ocean the whole time. <laughs> They'd be like, you got to you got to come in. For uh, for some interaction with the people, and I would just be out, just getting just tossed around. Uh, you're just like swimming out to sea. Yeah, I don't even think they let people do that that do that that much because of the mics thing. I think that they probably just don't let them go in the water. Oh, yeah, because I'm like, so I much. would throw a snorkeling mask on, and that's all you see. You just see me <laughs> kicking around in a snork, just a little, just the tube, just around and in the background the whole time. <laughs> so. Like you're popping up with your little. Okay. I love I love a snorkel. Um, yeah. So my two favorite things about this episode yes. were the Thomas situation and then uh, Riley and Marissa. I want to call him Spencer for some reason. Riley and Marissa. Yes. Okay. So Thomas. I want to talk about Thomas because Thomas came onto the beach. All the guys are just like I was dying of Noah being like he's. I've heard he's the devil. 
and like just everyone really like really pumping up Thomas. What would, I think it was Mom Boss going. Um, he said that he had only gone on Katie Season to be the Bachelor, and the girls like he said that verbatim. He's like he said that word for word verbatim. Oh, there was the the level of comments being thrown around before Thomas even came on the beach. There was a moment where uh, James and Aaron were sitting together. And Mob Boss literally says, if Tom, if Thomas walks in, it will send me into a fit of Aaron cuts him off and says active rage. <laughs> and Mob Boss was saying anxiety. <laughs> I mean, Aaron, and Aaron's like, we'll burn his bunk and all his belongings coming in hot as usual. Aaron talked about rearranging his job. No, I know. And it then, was getting really intense. It was killing me, though. I can't remember which one of the girls. Like, they they all seem jealous. And then all the girls are just like, I'd go on a date with him already. Fine. Whatever. Or, or instead, I'd go on a date with him. Why am I glitching? I'd go on a date with him. Regardless? I guess that's what I was trying to say. Okay. Anyway, moving on. All the women, though, were... I mean, he came down and it was like... Oh, yeah, that's what I'm saying. They're like, I'm going on a date entered, with him. Yeah. How do you feel about the goatee? Um, I think Thomas is hideous. I've always thought that. Maybe objective... To me, hideous to me. He is objectively attractive. I have never liked... I've never been attracted to him. I find Thomas to be unbelievably good looking. I'm not a fan oh, of the really? goatee. Oh, dude. Yeah. I mean, I know he's good looking. No, I, I mean, like, he's not like, hideous, but to I me, know, I'm just like, Ew. I know when I was watching this, I'm like, even if I knew better and he walked down, I'd be like, hi. Even if I wasn't into his personality, he's always got this, I like, would simp so hard. I have to say, there is one thing that I sort of agree with with the guys where it's like, he's always got this, like, half innocent puppy dog look on his face that I just want to slap off his face. And I've hated it since the moment I saw him, where he's just has got this, too, like, yeah thing where i'm just like you're oh you are lying and hiding oh, something no, i don't buy bugs me. no i don't buy the bullshit i'm saying i'm the i the way physically he is yeah. i would be in a situation where i would know better yeah but i kind of be like, yeah. like okay like yeah. i would just be i would embarrass myself around him could you believe the um uh, how the, the amount of times he did the tall shtick Oh, endless. And it was so funny because we just did an episode that came out on Tuesday with Matt Belisai and Matt Belisai brought up because he's super tall. He was like, well, when you're tall, you have to talk about that you're tall. And I was just dying laughing because I was thinking about like when he he was saying you have to say that when you're on a date. Every time the you're on a date, you have to mention how tall you are. The swiftness where the girls would go like, oh, how tall are you? Six, six. Uh, five, uh, yeah. And every six, six. time and every time he'd be ducking, he would just be like, oh, God. It's because I'm so tall. He's like, ah! He kept taking him into... <laughs> oh my God! Look at how short this doorway is. Ah! Oh. <laughs> he's, he's, he's got five feet that he's good. And he's just like, oh my God! It's like the walls are closing in on me. Oh my God! I feel like claustrophobic! He's my like, legs I, are cramping. He's like, I, you know, I, I gotta tell you, I've really, I've really gotten into, into real estate and interior design recently because I need... <laughs> I, I love a high ceiling because with, you know, with this height going on, I have to make sure that Accessibility I'm... Accessibility is constantly I mean, uh, an issue for me. It's just always, I'm just constantly just ducking for I my was safety. Just every single time. <laughs> How tall are you? 6'6". Six, six. 
he was like so swift six six i'm six six i yes i i i know i I know you thought i was tall but did you know i was six six tall and then i love being tall is not a personality trait my favorite thing is is that aaron just being like hey you guys you know i'm tall too right i never talk about how tall i am i'm tall too hey everybody you know how tall i am (laughs) i'm like aaron don't talk about do i I have to talk about how tall i am i am you might start now it seems like i am so tall i that whole aaron thomas dynamic is brings me much joy because I I think about how often Aaron thinks about Thomas. Yes. And I believe he thinks about him at least once a day. I mean, it has to be constant, but but truly at least once a day, this man thinks about Thomas. And you know, he's constantly going on Thomas's Instagram, fuming over every caption, fuming (laughs) over every Insta story, showing, sending it to all of his friends. He, you know, he's just, he's just, Oh, you know when you have that person in your life where you're like, I just hate them. I think Aaron has about two or three dozen of those people. Oh, for sure. But Thomas is like the current one, you know? And I just think about how often Thomas thinks about Aaron. Once every three weeks. After Aaron comments on one of his photos. And I was just thinking about the dynamic of when you, it was just killing me. Cause it's like, you have those people, like I think about like the person in my life who like really angers me and really bugs me. And I just, oh, and like they never think of mm-hmm. me. And when I was watching this, it was a good reminder for me being like, that person never thinks about you and you're just fuming over them all the time. Just, just let it go. <laughs> just let it go. You know? So I have to say, Joe is just charming without even trying. I know. He is just so cute without even trying. You know, he's like, I hope you have a bad time to Serena when she's agrees to go on the date. And you're just like, God damn it, you're I cute. I know. I can't help it. I can't help it either. I would have a massive crush on him. I mean, he's just, he's just, he's, you know what? He's just a good guy. And there's just no getting, there's no getting around well, it. Also, we saw it too when all the guys were, in their huddle talking about how much they hate Thomas. Yeah, and he's like, I'll know, I don't know the guy, so yeah. I'm not going to reserve like, my judgment I'm gonna, for I'm going to wait. Yeah. And, and even after Thomas, you know, took Serena yeah. P out, he he's was... Like, well, I don't know the guy. Now, did did he fall to the depths of the earth when Serena was gone? It is exactly what happened to him with Kendall. It was crazy. I know. What ha- yeah, I mean, I forgot, too, that I, I kind of forgot that they both did leave the beach like heartbroken and they, yes. they didn't leave together. And but watching the montage of Joe that was the exact same as the first day where like literally the couch was absorbing his sadness. It was like he was he literally was bent over like this sad. Like a full, he looked like a Charlie Brown character and just the most sad and just going back to Wells and Wells was like, here he is again. How cute was it when Serena came back and he was just like, oh, I, that's what I thought you were like, I that's what I thought or whatever. I was laughing so hard. It I was, was just so like, cute. It was cute, but I was also too like, dude, just, just, just tell. I mean, she knew that he was tripping. Yeah, that was, that was, he was, he was joking, right? He was like, oh, that's what he's like. That's what I thought that that's what was going to happen. I loved that Serena just went straight to him right afterwards. Like there was no, you know, hanging out with Thomas, chatting with the girlfriends, at least, at least that's how we saw it. I love that she just went straight for Joe. And of course we didn't see when she told Thomas apparently that she like wasn't interested, you know? Uh, a move that I enjoyed 
in in the editing of the show. I liked that they gave little, us that a little twist. I liked it because it was a surprise. It was like we didn't see that, and so when she said that I shut him down, it was like, oh my goodness. Okay, so yeah. Now we have to talk about the Trey stuff because on the date, which I don't know why Trey did get brought up on the date to Serena. Okay, so when they were having their conversation, um, so Serena had heard from like at that point, every yeah, single yeah, yeah. guy from Thomas's right, season right, right, was right. on a campaign. Right, right. To now unionize all the women against Thomas, right. which makes me laugh because I was like, oh, gentlemen. Yes. It may be easy for you to convince other men, but now you are dealing with women and yes. we will hold our own opinions yes. and take time to make our own discernment ourselves. Um, all the guys were talking to all the women. Right. And so when when uh, Serena and Thomas were on their date, she, which I loved too about Serena, I really like Serena a lot, when she just immediately says to him, so, you know, Right. The guys right. aren't saying right. great things right. about you. Right. So, like, what's the deal? Thomas was the one who brought up Trey. Okay, that's what I thought was so bizarre. And I didn't know if it was editing or what, but I was like, why is, like, this relationship with Trey getting brought because up? Because I think what we didn't see so much on Katie's season is that Thomas and some of the other guys didn't get along from the top. But Trey and Thomas were really good Got friends. It. And then Trey felt betrayed by Thomas because he felt I think it was probably we we saw um we saw Thomas's conversations with Hunter, where then Hunter felt betrayed because he was like, I just sat and I'm having these one on one conversations with right. you, and now you're going to the whole group and you're not being straightforward about what you just said to me. And I think what happened was at least now what we're seeing is then Thomas telling Serena, right, that like he said that he he hurt Trey because Trey and him were really, really close. Okay. So I, I, d I did agree. Like I th just thought it was inappropriate to bring him up and I always get the red flag. I don't, I don't like when someone to me is very belittling to be like, especially with someone who is like technically your equal on the show. I'm a little triggered from my personal experience with it, but being like, <laughs> yeah. you know, oh yeah, he's like a little brother to me. I just want to watch out for him. I'm like, you're like, you're like stabbing a knife in this person's back by talking down about them to someone else being like, mm, you know, silly little Trey who just needs my help for like emotional mm -hmm. maturity. I'm like, that's really like that. To me, that is really snaky behavior. Calling someone emotionally not strong to another person to me is... N that's a a massive no no like and like what, I get we're why? here and this is a game and like you know whatever but like okay you know what it is though he phrased it in the con what made it to me such a no no is he phrased it in the context of being like Trey's my friend who I look out for that's yes. what's nasty if you are if you if you're Aaron talking about Thomas and you're saying he's emotion like he's emotionally weak or whatever. Okay, yes. you know, yes. sure, it's not right to talk bad about someone, but in the context of trying to pretend yes. like you're just looking out for this person, that's gross. Also, it wasn't even, yeah, it's it's not like someone, like you said, the Aaron, where there's obviously you're like pissed. actual contention and sure. this person is, you walk in the room and this person is like seething, okay? With, tr it, I'd also be more like, uh, that's just the name of the game, if he was talking about Joe to Serena. If mm. it's like, oh, the guy that you're talking sure. to, exactly, that you have a crush on, right? I'm gonna, I'm gonna talk shit on him a little right. bit. Right. But I'm like, dude, Trey 
who's not even involved in this, you're going to go out of your way to try to make him seem small. Do you think that she brought up, like Trey said this before he started talking about Trey in particular? Maybe, but even if he did, nah, you know, I'm still, I still felt the way that he spoke about Trey was very belittling. I agree. Now, but in a way, again, and, and this is a very Thomas thing, in a way that you can't quite... If you call him out for it, he goes, well, but I love him. I was I was only yeah, saying that, like, sneaky. I care about him. That's sneaky. It's, it's, that's the thing with fucking Thomas, dude. And this is what's hard. And I get frustrated watching this because I don't feel like the way that Thomas has been treated is fair because there isn't anything to actually back right. it up. And the way that they're talking about him is like he did all of these horrendous yeah. things where a lot of what they have with him is probably more of a gut feeling which is that why there's I, something off. Which is why I think they need to shut the fuck up and let yes. other people make their own conclusions. 100%. So I have I don't I don't trust Thomas. And I think what would be appropriate for them to say is be like I think you got to watch out for him. He's not like showing his showing his, you know, he's not being honest about yeah, the hand that he's yes. holding or whatever. So it's like I'm I'm like in this place where I'm like I don't I if I were a betting woman I don't I don't trust Thomas fully. There's something that I feel like like there are moments like this or moments where he's talking to Katie and he can't seem to just or he won't give her direct answers about things. I and mean, it's always, yeah. there's a lot of sidestepping. And for me, I don't like someone who sidesteps. No. I like someone who's very no. direct. And neither of us liked it when they had that date. And no. he was like, what, she's like, you know, what's your, what's your biggest weakness in relationships? He's like, I love too hard. Or, you know, yeah, whatever, yeah. that it's kind that, of bullshit. Of Stop bullshitting me. No, no, it's a lot. It's the sidestepping to, in my opinion, avoid conflict, avoid making yourself not look perfect in a situation, whatever. Right. Avoiding that, vulnerability. That, yeah, that that and that I, I don't like I don't prefer that in a partner. But at the same time, the way that they're talking about him, they don't have any real thing. Right. So I get when you have a gut feeling about someone and it eats away at you. You do it on the podcast all the time. All the time. <laughs> I get that. But you then can't go on a show. And like you said, call out people and be like, he's this bad guy, he's this, and like make it this whole your job to make sure that this guy gets sent home right away. It's like people need to have their own takes on him. I don't really care about that because it's like for me, at least I'm like, I don't care about it. Whatever. Like if you want to kick someone off the beach, do whatever. I just don't like that they were lying about certain things, like saying that he verbatim said that he wanted to be the bachelor. I'm like, yeah, I don't. I mean, I guess he. Yeah, they made it. They they framed it to the women like he came on and was like, I came on this season to be the bachelor. No, they literally pinned him down and were like, did you ever have a thought about coming on The Bachelor? And it was one of Thomas's most honest moments where he's like, okay, yeah, I did consider that. Yeah. I'm like, shut the fuck up. I okay. also, I just feel like it was super, un I, I felt like the whole situation, honestly, it started out super unfair totally. for Thomas. And I, and as much as I go, eh, if my, if my girlfriend shows up with Thomas on a double date with me and Evan, do I go, I'm going to, not sure I'm about a, this guy. I, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Like he's very attractive. He's charming. I, I don't know. I, I, I'm, I'm going to have to see. But I felt it was so unfair the way that he was treated when he came in. Like the fact that yes. he literally had to truly spend most of his date with Serena defending himself yes. before she ever met him. And that's what he's going to have to continue yes. to do. 
for probably the rest of the time he's on Paradise is just defend himself. It's just not okay. And I will say to the point of how I did not like him talking about Trey, then I have to say, Jess, when Trey came to have a conversation with him, Trey acted extremely emotionally immature. Yeah, it, it was it was a very it was an emotional reaction for sure. I was I was like, you're acting like I mean, come on, Trey, you're acting like a 16 year old. And then it was like so ironic to me of him being like, I am emotionally mature. Be like, yeah. no, you can't say anything. No, no, I, no. I was, I was like, dude, I was on. really I that part really bummed me out just because. So when Carl, as the guys, when Carl, you know, decides to be the peacemaker and bring the men together, uh, <laughs> I mean, by the way, li- literally, Aaron was visibly laughing at Thomas's responses. So Thomas was saying, like, "Yeah, no, I get that. I I did that." And Aaron is in the background, just going, ha, 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 ha. and I'm like, "Dude, he's <laughs> like, let the man speak." Um, James is asking him 20 questions. In that moment, Thomas, again, as much as I have my I have red flags, yeah. I felt like Thomas did respond really yes. well. He apologized. Yes. He took accountability for what he did and he literally singled And you watched all the guys just being like, oh. And he, well, and he singled out each person. He's like, I hurt you when I did this. I hurt you when I did this. And then he specifically is like, Trey, what I did was like not cool to you like I really like you and I were close we felt like you know and I and I and I hurt you and I betrayed you and he had he took full ownership Aaron says he needs some space (laughs) I know which I loved that she's like I'm just gonna need to like recover a little bit from all the ways you've hurt me I'm like, did it, did it, Thomas do anything to Aaron personally? I don't think so. Um, he was just like, I'm going to need some time and space and I'm definitely going to not want to speak to you at all on this beach. And it's just like, okay. And like, Thomas is like, you know, what can you do? But what made me, oh, I just, it, it really did. It made my, my heart hurt so bad when Thomas says he took, uh, Trey for granted and immediate granted. And immediately you see Trey and Trey is a teddy bear, right? Trey right away, you know, he probably did feel a lot of betrayal from Thomas. We didn't see it so much. And all of a sudden, someone that he cares about is like, I did hurt you and I took you for granted. And he probably felt really appreciated. And all of a sudden, in in a moment of emotion, because he cares about Thomas, he then embraces him and they go to the bar and he's happy to have his guy and then back. Serena's and like, he says he wants to offer grace to people because he's been given grace. And I'm like, oh my God. And he's having this moment where he probably is like, oh my God, I have my friend back. And yeah. he acknowledged how he hurt me. Yeah. And then, and then Serena, was it Serena who tells him? Yeah. Serena yeah. tells the house. Yeah. Serena then comes and delivers the news and when I saw her say that to Thomas, I, when I watched it, I related. To Trey. So, or sorry, to Trey. When I watched it, I related so, so mm. much. I watched him have an emotional response right away. And I saw, I you could see the anxiety mm. just in his stomach, just go up to his throat. And I was like, oh my God. I was thinking about times in my life where like, I had an emotional response to someone in like a i'm dropping this boundary Mm -hmm. and probably too quickly Mm. because i'm like oh we're friends again and then they hurt me right away again what did he do to trey 
I don't really know. Okay. I think what we saw from Trey is that Trey said that he was being, he lied to him a bunch. Okay. And he was being dishonest with him. Um, And I was like, so I, I'm like, oh my God, like I've done that so many times where I dropped a boundary out of emotion mm-hmm. too quickly. And then when the person right away hurt me again, I had an emotional reaction instead of just sitting and Trey, you just saw that. And I'm like, and I'm like, Trey, no, no, don't give yourself a beat. Give yourself a beat. And he just beelines over to Thomas and just. Which, and of course, response. Thomas was being shitty in the thing with Serena, but it's also one of those things where it's like, well, what if he, what if that, I mean, that was like, he, that was, I don't even think Serena told Trey. I think that someone else told Trey after Serena told them. Uh, I, Right or no? I think Tajwan tells Trey. Which, you know, that it it just kind of bothered me because I was like, okay, he's hearing this from someone who heard this from someone who yeah. heard this from Thomas. Yeah. And then now he's going on this whole tirade, like, which I guess if someone has already hurt you and been dishonest to you, then you're like, oh, this is confirmation. But I think it's probably because he, because out of his love and his emotion, he dropped that boundary with Thomas too quickly because he was probably happy to have him back in his life. Yeah. Which can happen. Yeah. And I was like, Trey, no, (sighs) sweet Trey. Like I said, there's just moments with Trey where he's like standing up and doing the whole thing at mental all. And like, I don't know. I'm just like. I, I see. (sighs) I, and I feel like I've always liked Trey, but I hear you. But specifically when he, it was like, I saw the emotional response, but then when the way that he, in this in this episode then too with the whole Riley Tajwan situation, I so respected. I loved how Trey went about Oh that. yeah, actually I did like that too. And he was like and then he was very direct with Tajwan being like, I know that I can you know, he's probably just hanging out with the guys too much and not letting her know how he feels. And he's like, I know I need to work on stuff. And he didn't have it he didn't have a he wasn't reactive to the fact that Tajwan was there to meet Riley. No, and he wasn't territorial about it either. No. Like, and he didn't feel. But then, does that speak to his? Do you think that he's really romantically interested in her? Oh, I think so. Because you yeah. saw him pacing, like he was tripping out when Riley was going to go talk to. He's like, "Oh, don't talk to her. Don't talk to her." And then he and then he ended up talking to Tajwan last. And he's like, "Oh, I know that means he's he's going to take her out on a date." He was he was tripping. He was he was tripping about yeah. it. But then he was able to I felt like it was like, "Wow, I was really impressed that he was able to handle knowing that she was there for Riley and is attracted to Riley and is still like, "I still want to get to know yeah. you." Cuz when she was all pissed like when he didn't ask her on the date, like Trey was really cool about that and like yes. wasn't wasn't making a thing. So should we get into uh to Riley showing up? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I don't know. I just struggle with the Thomas thing because it's like I I, oh, yeah. I I think that yeah, I think I think Thomas is a shithead, but there's nothing that you can pin him down as that. So until that, you need to just like back up and let someone form their own opinions. Completely. He's taught he's one of those guys where it's like I have maybe these again, I have these gut feelings about, but I can't say anything about it. So Although if he is like we didn't see on Katie's season that he was like lying to Trey and lying to yeah. other people, and then it's like maybe the there is stuff. But the thing is, whenever for. the whenever they talk about it, whenever There's never anything no. said. It's like whenever the when like the girls, I'm like, this is maybe the moment that we're actually going to find out what Thomas did when the girls were like, so boys, 
why is he so shitty? And then Aaron and Mob Boss are giving the reasons. And again, they're all just kind of like, okay. Like, so like when, and I'm even wondering when he when Trey's saying that he lied to him, like, is that him lying being like, oh, I wanted to meet Katie or some shit like that and finding out that like, oh, he knows? didn't really want to meet Katie. Like, cause we've never heard anything that Thomas has really done. No. That's where I'm kind of like, okay. I Thomas thing's weird. The Thomas thing is is weird. And I I got all the red flags and I do think he's going to hurt somebody. Mm. But at the same time, I feel bad for him because I'm like, you're just coming in at an unfair advantage. Like they like you're, they're 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 just it's not fair for you. You're coming in and you're it's just an uphill battle. Yeah. OK, Riley. So Riley comes in and all the girls are like, oh, hey, boy. <laughs> Now, what I loved was Tajwan was so I was like, we hadn't seen this side of her where she was just like, I wanted you and I came here for you. And I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. Also, the I most loved seeing that side of her. Me too. Also, the most relatable thing ever when he walks in and she's at the bar and she's so nervous to go meet him that she won't leave the bar. <laughs> like he's like come over i want to talk to you and yeah. she's just like i can't i can't do it and everyone's gathered and she literally cannot unglue herself from the bar because i'm like this is ex i have never related to something more on this show because i am a flirt to the high heavens but when i like somebody oh my god i'm so i i am so like i don't know what to say i get very flustered and i avoid the person if Ooh. i actually have a crush on them definitely same what i do not relate to was the balls on her when she was just like being like yeah like i it's you what do you want you i was like okay i was alive i'm like yes i was really bummed out when he didn't ask her i, I was like dude she she put it all out there she was like i, I like, at least give her a chance i know i mean now loving him and marissa together but they're on a whole nother level. They're on a whole nother level. Those two are getting married. Those two are, those two are staying together. I, I, that, that I firmly believe that that's going to be a couple that we see rapid on the sand. But I did really want to see Tajwan and Riley. I want to see her. I just, I don't know. I don't think it's going to, I don't know. I don't know. I'm like back and forth with her and Trey. I don't. Trey might be a slow burn. <sighs> yeah. It might be like, she might become more into him after the way that he handled the whole Riley situation. Right. How old is he? I think he's pretty young. Okay. Okay. Then that's 25. Okay. Yeah. But, um, yeah, I don't know, but, but well, no, what Riley, Riley coming on, on that sand and all the women gathered around. And the fact that Riley just tells the men they can just 26. 26 okay yeah well the riley just tells the guys he comes in he's just like you guys can all take a back seat and i'm just gonna start talking to the ladies okay let's talk about him and marissa's date because i mean marissa <sighs> number one we find out beforehand that marissa has never been on an official date before and i was like someone take this woman out on a date asap this beautiful human being someone take this woman out do you know that i've like maybe in the real world not on the bachelor been taken out on a date like twice 
Like it's always just bullshit. Like come over, watch TV. Why don't we go to like a like it's I've oh my god, someone take this woman out on a date, (laughs) right? (laughs) Oh my god. Well, I mean, like now Gray and I go out on dates, but like I have only been like properly asked out on a date like maybe like two times in my life. I have to arrange something for you, right? I have to talk to Gray and be like, so here's the thing. I I think that this for any men listening. I think that it is a lost art of like asking a woman out on a date and like preparing a proper fancy date. One thousand percent. Yeah. Like there is. And make it cliche. Go to a fancy dinner and dress up like it doesn't have to be anything wild. There is nothing, at least personally, I love more than getting a little dolled and going to a nice dinner like wine and dine me. Yeah. I'll pick you up at seven. We're going to go to this place. Make sure you have a pretty dress on like quick quick uh personal preference yeah uh don't pick me up mm. send a car mm. send a limousine <laughs> send, me send a, a driver <laughs> send a driver send a helicopter in the back uh make sure that the helipad is easy access because i have very high heels on obviously stilettos um no i i love when someone sends a car mm. like so that i because what about your man's on a budget you know not everyone has the budget to send a a car to santa monica when you're having dinner in downtown la understandable but you know i'm just (laughs) saying this is my preference is you send you make it happen but make it happen you know what i mean like skip skip your starbucks for a couple days (laughs) to send me a car i'm just saying when you pick me up then I feel obligated that I can't leave if I if I yeah. want to leave. Yeah. And then I got you. And then there's that awkward like I'm gonna take you home. I'm like I don't want to have a long drive back with this guy. I think and I want you to acknowledge that I might want to leave when I want to leave. I will say, in the one time where I did get taken on a proper date, it was truly our first date, and like I actually did not like like that situation. It felt like way too much pressure. I think preferably you have a first hangout and then you have a date so that you can do the thing of like, I'll pick you up at this time. Mm -hmm. Oh, you mean like not having like a blind date or, you know, a lot of people meet on dating apps now. Like, you Mm -hmm. know, not like the first, you know, a lot of people like talk or like whatever, or meet or meet, maybe even meet somewhere like with friends. I say like have a first hangout, a first one-on-one hangout, a first one-on-one hangout. Okay. Like let's, let's, like go to a park together, or like take a walk somewhere, or like go grab a coffee mm-hmm. or a smoothie or whatever. Like that way you both can feel out like, is it worth it to like have yeah. this evening out together? Ideally, I like being with like a group of people in that first setting. Yeah. And so then it's like, it, then it doesn't feel like a date. So right. then that is a first date right. when you're taking me out and really whining and dining me. Oh, man, there are just there are little tricks. Again, I believe it's a lost art and there are little tricks to really show someone that you have put in a lot of thought. Yeah. Even without money, like it's, you know, even if you are like setting up like a picnic and you're a little on your on your terrace in your apartment or whatever, like you can get make it and just make it intentional. Totally. Listen to what the person's saying so that when you're with a hang with them and you find out that. And you notice that after they, you know, after they eat, they always pop a Tic Tac. Mm. Have Tic Tacs there. Oh. Just, just, just pay attention to little things because that will then send me to the moon. I'm like, oh my god, you actually mm. noticed that about me? Mm. We didn't have a conversation totally. about it. Wow. You know, just wow. the little things. But I, you know, the car thing is always just. Mm. It's always just a a move. I had a guy. 
when uh, I was out with some girlfriends recently who asked me out on a date and I was like, well, here's the thing. I am a mother and married. <laughs> but thank I you so much. I may have not been giving off of that, giving off that impression, but when push comes to shove, do not touch me, sir. Yes. This is a ring on my finger. Yes. But what he did was he goes, oh, totally appreciate com- the conversation. Bought me a drink, bought my car ride home. Wow. And I was like, like that. I thought you were going to say, I'm going to send a car for you and your husband to come out on the date with me next Friday. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, you can invite him too. Nothing I'm like, gets in right. my way. <laughs> Bring him along. But what a move. What an exit move. I'm like, no, but you know, oh, I, yeah. but I, you know, he was a, he was a total gentleman and he was, and so I wasn't like, get away from me. Right. No, I'm, he was like, we were all in a group and it was all, he was super That's cool. That's a great move. And he get, he buys my drink and buys my Uber home. I yeah. mean, a move. A move. He's like, I'll still be waiting around if you have any second He's thoughts. He's like, on now I have your child. address. <laughs> I'm like, oh God. Oh man. Yeah, but okay, so I, I like forget me. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> like, you can just Venmo me for the car. Oh, yeah, I'm like, you, can, you don't have to know my address. Didn't think about that part when I told my address, but oh well. I wouldn't have thought about that either. But oh. now I'm going to be thinking about it for the next couple weeks. He's like He's showing up with, <laughs> with roses. Legit. I pulled up to the house and Evan was uh, still awake. And he was like, why did you order such a nice car? Because I always will just get like an Uber, yeah. you know, whatever. The did he get you like an Uber X? He got me a black. A black. I mean, yeah. Wow. That is a move. Yeah, it was a big move. And Evan was like, why did you spend that much money on an Uber? <laughs> And I was like, a guy actually got it for Evan's me. Evan's looking at the bank yeah. account. <laughs> and I'm like, Evan, a guy actually got it for me. He goes, oh, perfect. Saved a chunk of change. <laughs> That's the way he thinks. <laughs> so I was like, I, I don't know if he wants to buy his dinner tomorrow, too, would no, you? No, I did. I was like, I'm like, he bought all my drinks, too. And he's like, love to hear it. Nice hustle, baby. <laughs> Oh my god, I'm dead. I love that. Hit him up next time we're going out, okay? People so send you a car on the way there next time. Did you get his number? <laughs> yeah. Did you guys exchange numbers, even an email? We can just shoot him <laughs> oh a message. God. I love that. Okay. Their date, though. I liked it because I liked that they had the question prompts. That's, I would love that for a first date. Listen. And a fun little challenge to bond over. Listen. Yes. Listen. Did Lance Bass act like they were walking into a haunted house? Yes. Yes. The vibe, the way that the table was set up so dramatic where were they were they like underwater i don't know why i was like are they in a submarine it did feel like they were in a submarine for sure it was like is this below there's like locks on the door yeah it felt very like it felt very like tower of terror escape room haunted house i'm not quite sure the way he was dressed the way the table was set up he had a gleam in his eyes he's like welcome (laughs) to your death and it was like, it's just kind of like, a ch- I mean, it was just a challenge. I mean, I don't know. Like, <laughs> I agree with you. Now, I had, you know, two feelings. One, mm-hmm. I was a little bit like, you guys, it's her first date and she's let she's let you all know this. So my thought is like, let her have a romantic evening. He's up on the tongue. He's, you know, <laughs> she doesn't have to maybe eat all of the food. I didn't um, know that that was real and cooked and that's what they were going to be eating with the tongue. Yeah. That was huge. It was a lot of meat. It was a lot of meat. 
for me, when I am on a on a, especially on a first date, I like to um, keep things light. Keep things light, you know. A uh, salad. I've got my nervous tummy. Sure. So yeah, a, me too. A, a large chunks of meat is just not my vibe before making love. Uh, but man, they they did not. They were full. They did not in. try away. But you're right. There is something fun about having a first date where it's like it's, it's memorable. A experience. It's a dude. challenge. You're gonna you're gonna come back and be able to tell people about it, and right. you'll always remember it. Even if you're at a restaurant and like the service is really shitty, or yes. they spill something all over you, it's like it's still like there's something <laughs> happening to chat about. You know, that's why you should take, take all your first dates to remember the restaurants with horrible Dick's, service. Dick's last resort. What were those restaurants where all the waiters? Yeah. they're supposed to like. They're shit on you. you. Yeah. yeah, that's a funny way to remember yeah. something. They're yeah. like, yes, they 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 treat you terribly but you know on a first date it's like where do you even begin in terms of the conversation you Mm -hmm. know sometimes it's like sometimes it's very free-flowing but sometimes i don't know i liked that they were able to just get in there yeah they have like goofy things they got to do they're both like i'm not gonna reveal how many sexual partners i had let's eat some let's eat some tongue yeah i mean and and they were they were very uh they were very forward with the way that they were expressing things to each other they were very they were also very honest in Mm. their answers uh i did we hear how often riley masturbates because i don't think he revealed that no that's what i wanted to then no no i was also i was surprised on bachelor i was like okay we're talking about masturbation we love to see it he's like i can top you i masturbate three times a day (laughs) every single day (laughs) he's like check this out (laughs) You think that's a lot? Check Look at my hand. <laughs> Look at how, check out how sexy this is. <laughs> Look at the calluses. Gaze upon them. <laughs> you know what I love to hear, though? I love when they were talking about um, when when they were like, what are the spots that turn you on? Oh, yeah. And Riley said that he likes to get his ass grabbed. Yeah, and I'm like, oh, I, I love when a man talks about his ass. I love that she was like, my feet my yeah she like, she's like, like my oh. feet and he's like my ass i'm like oh my god i love <laughs> what is happening right now the honesty when they started making out in front of him i was he i was dying <laughs> he was so because cool. you know that he wasn't even putting it on he was genuinely just like you know how sometimes they're very theatrical about it but you could tell they were like literally like about to have sex there and lance bass is just like oh he was so genuinely uncomfortable. <laughs> it was amazing. I was, I thought they were just moments away from knocking the food off and starting to make love on the table. Could you okay, so like, I wasn't actually shocked in the context of their date, but I was a little shocked. I was like, okay, they're, they're, they have no qualms about it. They're going straight to the boom, boom room. I don't know if I have observed anyone in this franchise have such palpable sexual chemistry so quickly ever these two and it was like the second and it to me it was seemed very apparent the second that they started talking on the beach i was like oh, yeah. they look like they're about to make out mm. right now mm. like they are into each other i think it's enough to say, sustain their relationship for years well i'll say this uh i don't think necessarily that just sexual chemistry can sustain a relationship for a long time but as they were dripping in sexual tension, when they had the conversation, um, when they actually got to, you know, be over dinner and not be yes. having the challenge anymore, um, I felt like 
they were just on the same page. I think so too. Like every, and it wasn't one of those same pages where you could tell that the person was like, oh my God, me too. Blue is also my favorite color. Like, no, I'm with you. I think that they have, I think that they have a connection. Like they are on the same page. Yes. Like, I agree. And then when she was talking with him about like the fact that she was so straightforward right away and was like, I need a lot of assurance in a relationship. That's what I need. It wasn't that it wasn't like the girl thing where you're like, you know, trying to put on like a, I'm this way and I don't yeah. need to. She literally was like, I need a lot of assurance. It yeah. was like I was like, like are we, are we going to get married tonight? Because they're one of those they're one of those very rare people where. I'm like, I could see them being the type of couple who, you know, you hear the people who are like, I got, we got married 10 days after we met. And we've been together for 15 years. Uh-huh. I was like, is that one? Of, is this what's happening uh-huh. right now? Because, because be. then they took it out into the hallway. And, and then, <laughs> I gotta say, I, I, I fucking hate the boom, boom room shit. I, and I, they do this in other reality TV oh. shows too. Uh, I fucking hate it. It's I don't so, want to see so the invasive. I don't want to, and I know they sign up for it, but I just don't want to see it. Mm-mm. Just let them have their privacy. Can't we just like see the? Can't we just do the whole bachelor like close the door thing? Like I just there was another. I think it was F boy. Mm, either that or Temptation Island. It was Temptation Island. Temptation it was Island. Temptation Island, which oh. we're watching. Oh, how do you we're feel about Mark it? Wahlberg? He's great. He's amazing, he's, right? He's great. He's so good. But like, so we're watching season three. They show a lot of the bedroom. And I'm just like, I don't want to see it, guys. <laughs> I don't. Like, I, I don't care how hot you guys are or whatever. I just feel like I'm just like, Ugh, no. Yeah, I just I always just feel the reason I don't necessarily want to see it is because I always just think about being in their position and being like, I would be so much happier if I knew that I had a place where I had privacy and I literally know producers. I didn't have to think about it. Like if I knew that there was a private place where the next day when I woke up and I had a great night with this guy, I didn't have to wake up thinking, Oh God, what did it look like when we were doing that? Was yeah. I covered when I was doing that? How many people were watching? Yeah. Like, I, I would just then be stewing over that the whole time yeah. and not be able to just have enjoyed my private moment. With Although I heard from someone that someone who had sex in the boom boom room was like, I love it. I, lo- I love yeah, the, well, I some, love the yep. exhibitionism. Yeah. And if that's your deal, then that seems like an ideal situation. I just don't like watching it because it's just these weird, gross, nighttime, just like creepy voyeur. It's creepy yeah. voyeur. It's not sexy voyeur. It's the it's the um it's the it's the the uh it's the night vision it's the goggles. Night vision. Yes, yes, yes. It's the night vision goggles, one thousand percent. It like, makes it like like I like seeing the make out in the shadows of the hallway. Mm-hmm. I yeah, I don't need night vision goggles. Bachelor in Paradise, all rules are off. Cheers. <laughs> Cheers. Um but I, th- I mean, I think they're going to go far. You know, meanwhile, meanwhile, as this is happening. I'm happy for them. Me too. I'm really happy for them. Uh, meanwhile, and uh, she's like Connor. Man. I know. She's so cute. Oh. Connor is um, lo- losing it on the beach, trying to act so cool. Like when she was leaving and he came up to her beforehand and was just like, oh, I hope you have a great time on your date. 
I'm so happy for you. I'm just happy I got to see you in your outfit beforehand. And I was like, don't say these things. You know, and I hate Connor, but I don't hate Connor because Gray, Gray and I both despise him. But at the same time, he is such a nice, respectful guy. And he, he's he, so he, respectful. That's he the thing. does not have like a he, he would never treat a woman maliciously. No, or, no, he is. He is a good person. Yeah. Does he give us the cringies? Yes. Although his song at the end was good. Well, here's the thing. He did do... I, I had to give that him props for that. The ending one with the credits? The ending one. It was one. actually like, that was good. The man can... Well, remember when we saw him with Katie and he did the joke song? I and I think that needs to be Connor's yes. niche is he needs to no. go for... Yeah. The joke songs that add people's None names in. Ernest. No, he's going to do more of a quirky thing, yes. like a comedian yes. vibe. Uh, but I don't know. There was a moment that happened where I go, when he's wandering through the sand, sad, playing a song to no, I, Marissa. I hated that. I hated that. I hated that. Well, no, when I'm watching it, I go, why does this song feel so familiar to me? And then I go on Katie's Instagram and she's like, Connor, that was our song. And that was the song that he wrote for Katie weeks before, which obviously he had written months before, yeah, before he ever met Katie. And I'm sure there are numerous women who'd be like, yeah, he, he played that song. That song. I'm like, why does this song feel so just recent to me and so That's familiar? So funny. Connor's out here just recycling songs. <sighs> but you know what? It's hard to write a song, so you can't blame him. Let the man live. <laughs> Let him mourn. All right. <sighs> uh, but yeah, I mean, that I we see we see clips of um we see clips of the clips of Demi going for Kenny. Demi going for Kenny Kenny, which I'm nervous about. Like I said, Kenny then, it's like, Kenny, you seem pretty solid with Mari right now. What are you doing? Kenny's like, fuck yeah, I'll go for it right now. <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> Do you want me to, should I get naked? <laughs> no? Too soon? <sighs> we also see Chasen. There was a quick clip of Chasen, our, our bro, about him. Wolverine. He's here. I'm surprised that Demi's not trying to make out with Chase, and that feels mm. like that would kind of organically happen to me. Um, we also see Chris Conran. I don't know if I'm saying his name right. Who the hell is that? He was like gone night oneer type guy. Oh yeah, he's talking with uh, They're making. Yeah. He's yeah. making yeah, yeah, out yeah, with yeah. Jacenia. Yeah. Which I was oh like, my oh, god, fuck wait, is this that guy? was that was that was what I it, we missed in episode two in my notes. Ivan and Jasenia. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Forgot that they yeah. had a date and all that. They had a date and their date was... That's why I was like, when I'm watching this, I'm like, oh, my God, no. I think the chemistry just wasn't there with them, even though they had a great connection and a great conversation. The, the date was so good and the conversation was so good. And they they talked about in their conversation where she spoke to Ivan um, that saying to him that like she really admired Ivan talking about his experience as a black man in the current mm -hmm. times with Tasha, And then, um, you know, Jasenia then brings up the fact that she's like, it was so hard because the aftermath, right. AKA right. Chris Harrison, right. Rachel Kirkconnell, 
that overshadowed and she what i loved about her too is she's like it poor matt's experience she's Mm -hmm. like it overshadowed matt's journey and us women and then we find out you know that post the show which you know unfortunately is not is horrific but not surprising that she was receiving more racism than she's ever experienced Mm -hmm. in her life and then ivan acknowledged that the, that it's harder in the women's situation in, in their specific circumstance that people are often more hard on the women and it was like it was just such a good conversation and they are oh man it felt like the chemistry was there though they were just, like they were like in the pool afterwards like it was like oh damn like they have an amazing emotional connection i think ivan needs someone more i don't know i don't i saw their connection on their date but i saw them maybe differently on their seasons where like she okay i think she needs someone maybe a little bit older than him like maybe yeah. a little i don't know what it is and like maybe he needs someone a little more like Maybe he needs like a little more of a playful. I can see him with someone with a little more of like a playful dynamic. Yeah. yeah. Who's going to be like, Ivan, shut up. You whatever, whatever. Like, I think he kind of maybe needs more of that. Yeah. And she needs someone a little more like, I see her with like some, you know, tall, handsome stranger kind of like, I don't <laughs> oh know. My God. I don't know. I just think, I think they're good together. I don't think I, I yeah. Hmm. I don't know. Yeah. I was really hoping that it was going to be a long haul. And then seeing that, I was like, oh, Lord. I have a prediction that I don't think Ivan's going to end up with anyone. And that makes me sad. Yeah, he's so wonderful. I don't know why. I just feel like it's not going to happen. I think we talked about it on our live show. We were saying, I think we all were like, there's just something. We feel like he's going to be wonderful on the season as he is. You know, no surprise there. He's an amazing person. And that he's going to find an amazing person outside of bachelor nation. Yeah. I also think he might not like find his person for like several years. Yeah. I wonder if they would ever consider him as bachelor. Maybe. Ivan might end up with some, I don't know. I can't place with the kind of girl that I think Ivan should be with. Maybe someone older. Me. Me. (laughs) Jazz. Me. He was the one who, Got away. Sent me drinks and sent me home in a car the other day. Yeah, I don't know. I think it's a joke. I see. That's not real. I see people all just like, Ivan asked Jessica Ambrose out on a date and everybody's like, Jessica who? <laughs> I see Ivan becoming, and maybe this is what I want. I, I want him to become this sort of like mysterious lone bachelor kind of character. Mm. And then he doesn't get with a woman until he's like 36 or 37. And then he gets married, settles down. Mm. I don't know. I just don't think, not that he's not ready. I just don't see marriage in his near future. I you you are kind of a prophet, so mm. I just want him to be happy. <laughs> I do too, and I think I think you know what? When, remember when I was like, you know, I don't know. Like he says he's ready for marriage and kids. I think he is completely emotionally, mentally ready. I don't think that's what's best for him right now. Okay, I, I mean, stand he by seems it. he seems at least you know what what can social media really tell you but from what I whenever I see him on social media he seems so happy I want to see him I want to see him traveling mm-hmm. I want to see him exploring kind of I want to see him going on an eat pray love finding himself journey like he is right now like as we speak he is off the Amalfi coast and he is 
having a romantic dinner with like a beautiful stranger and like i want to see him just like be that moment and then she's gone and i want to like, see him at the head top at the head of a boat <sighs> you know sunglasses and just kind of like looking out across the horizon he needs more of that in his oh life gosh, before I he gets married and settles that. down yeah you know he needs to like grow into his like i don't mm. know his like sexy confidence mm-hmm. like he needs to expand that mm-hmm. and then he can settle down into married life but i i, I envision more for him first oh my god now i'm literally like, all i can think about is like picturing him on a boat and him just kind of being like the <laughs> quiet stranger and then like meeting up with him and being like oh my god who is that man and they're like we don't know he's been here for five years and yes he's so handsome and he's keeps himself he's, he plays chess he alone in the park you know, he's a big German chess and player Italian yeah and, yeah. and they're like oh my god he speaks all the languages and like you know he's no one knows what he does yeah. he lives in that castle on the hill <laughs> <laughs> okay you're going somewhere else with it i like picture him in thailand like drinking with the locals and mm-hmm. like and meanwhile you're like he has a castle <laughs> i mean i'm just saying he has it all <laughs> he's actually a vampire don't turn me on to some vampire fanfic oh my god okay Anywho, guys. um broads broads that's, that's that. a wrap on episode two and three we love you all Tuesday, do not miss. We have an episode where we will be reviewing. Oh, hell yes. Your dating profiles, going over the broads dating profiles. I am so excited. We got so many submissions. Oh, this is going to be so much fun. So that'll be Tuesday. And then, of course, Thursday, back with the uh, BIP apps. The bros are back next week. So, the bros are back in town. All we'll, right. Uh, we'll chat soon. Chat soon, broads. Bye.